Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in this episode we'll be talking about how the spaces around us can positively affect our productivity. I'm joined today by Francisca Dolak. She's an Innovation Manager at Siemens Smart Infrastructure. Francisca, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. We've talked in episodes previously about productivity and our new definition or the things we have mm -hmm. to consider. How do the spaces around us affect this productivity? So I think, uh, I mean, the very first one is that basically any interaction that we're having, um, any experiences there most likely are happening in a space, whether it's the inside or the outside space. And uh, having said that, I mean, we can maybe go a little bit through it, especially those dimensions uh, that you just mentioned in your introduction. But just looking, let's say, at the example of physical health and well-being, I think there are several factors. And um, I think one common theme across all four dimensions is actually, you know, providing an interface for people to interact with the space, with technology, with the tools, with the services. And taking the physical health and well-being example could be light, right? How, how can I adapt that? Isn't it even possible for me to dim it or have more uh, bluish type of light for me to help me focus better, let's say, or more comfortable light for when we're doing a brainstorming session because it should be a very cozy, informal um, setting, for example. Yeah, because we know that the, the air around us, the yes. lights, the, the places that we uh, are in when we're trying to be productive, when we're trying to be creative, have a, a very strong impact mm -hmm. on how successful we are in yeah. those endeavours. Yeah. And I think another example is just, you know, finding the right space for the right task at the right moment in time. So how can the building and the space support me in actually, first of all, identifying where there's free spaces, let's say. How can it then potentially even guide me getting to the space or making sure that the space that I kind of have in mind and I've seen it's free, I can also um, have it and keep it. Or then if I see throughout the day, hey, I want to have a catch up session together with you. Um, how can I actually easily connect with you so we can make sure we we can find a good way of actually collaborating together. So having a flexible space but also knowing where is free, what's available and knowing mm -hmm. knowing what situation mm -hmm. you'll be in, whether you'll have an hour or two hours mm -hmm. or a full day to sit down and start to work on a particular project. Yeah. And I mean a whole other topic is generally the, first of all the physical layout of the building, right? The way it, it's built and set up. The flexibility allows its users during the period of use. Um, but also the types of materials that are used. So another huge problem usually in office environments is the, the topic of noise. Mm -hmm. um, so, so what to do uh, with noise? And there's easy ways of, of trying to mitigate it by the materials you use. Are you using carpeting, any curtains, or any other types of fabric that rather absorb um, um, noise to, to generally keep the noise level a bit down. But the other question is also how can you entice the whole community of, first of all, giving information back. So a lot of the problems we encountered in the office space is because people are not aware of what they're doing and how it's contributing to the overall well-being or the lack thereof. Yeah. Take noise, right? I'm on a phone call and I'm just getting very, I don't know, motivated. We're having a discussion and I don't potentially even realize, hey, it's starting to disturb people around me. Mm. And so why not create a system where, you know, the system can give the information back that maybe the noise level in this general room or area has increased. And then for me seeing that and not being, you know, personally like, hey, it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are the one that's the loudest. <laughs> but, you know, giving me this information and then being able to react because maybe it's just, you know, an SMS I get on my phone saying, oh, yes, of course. Yeah, maybe I could keep my voice on or actually go into a phone booth if, if something like that is available. Yeah. So this is about not just the connection and, and the people within the building giving information to the building mm -hmm. so it can control the space, but also the building 
giving information yeah. back and giving a guidance yeah. on how they can improve or, or be more aware of their impact yeah. around them. Yeah, and I think you touched on a very important point there. I think a lot of what it's about is this continuous improvement. And for that, you need, um, you know, information, you need transparency and somewhat actionable insights for different stakeholders in an organization to act on that. Either it's, you know, me because I'm on the phone and I'm, I'm also contributing to well-being, but it could be facility management, it could be management level per se, um, right, making certain investment decisions on how to improve. And obviously there, right, with the building, and that's true for, for greenfield as well as brownfield type of buildings, right, what are the investments you take in technology and the flexibility allows you in terms of modularity of how over time can you adapt to changing needs. And flexibility is a great word that you just touched on there because uh, we know that you can't build a space that mm -hmm. will suit everybody and that yeah. will suit every mode of working and every yeah. situation that you're that you're confronted with during a work year or yeah. the or the 20 or 30 years that a building yeah. work. So this ability to change and manipulate the yeah. space that we're in to suit the needs at the time is a really important aspect. Yeah, and especially even more so if you talk to building owners or real estate investors, for example, they oftentimes build buildings with a purpose in mind that it's to be used for commercial purposes or office buildings or whatever. But sometimes the moment you're actually planning the whole thing, you don't even know who's going to move in. Mm. So how can you really accommodate also yeah. those types of needs and have the utmost flexibility, nonetheless also quality and reliability of what you're offering? Um, and their understanding is changing. Right? So, yeah. so I from our discussion, I feel that as an industry, we understand much better the effect that, that spaces have yeah. uh, on, on our productivity, but other things like health and well-being and, and personal achievement and, mm -hmm. and happiness. But in 10 years, we might understand even better. So mm -hmm. we'll make discoveries as we go and we yes. have to absorb these discoveries. We can't change every building or rebuild every building yeah. every time we make a discovery or make a progress in yeah. this room. Yeah, and that's just where it's super important that you provide some sort of, uh, you know, very humanized interfaces to people it might be in the building per se, something, you know, that's mounted to the wall um, or something you give into people's hands, let's say on a smartphone, but providing those interfaces where people really actually can interact, they have a possibility to take agency of their environment um, as well as provide feedback as well. And then obviously you need to also make sure that kind of this fee feedback loop is actually happening there yeah. so that you moderate that, right? So nothing is worse than your feeling of, hey, my feedback, oh, it's going off in this black hole, yeah, right? Yeah. No one is ever listening, nothing's ever happening. So why should I continue, you know, giving feedback if it's obviously not wanted? So collecting that information, but ensuring then that you can see the actionable approach yeah. that's taken from that which inspires you to do it again and continue and it builds this this groundswell and also builds from a technical perspective more information and more mm -hmm. uh, ability to to derive insights from yeah, that. Yeah, to react and, and really um, allowing everyone to be part of the solution, mm -hmm. I think. That's the perfect way for us to finish it, I think. <laughs> Everyone to be part of the solution. This is a perfect way yes. to, to look at it. That, <laughs> you know, it. all of these things about productivity and community mm -hmm. and, and achievement, it all comes down to that person wanting to be part of the solution. Yes. If you can inspire that through the space, is a powerful thing. Yes, 100%. And especially if you say getting people that want to and then giving them the ability to actually do it, that's the perfect combination. And we can all be part of the solution. Yes. Amazing. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks. And thank you all for joining us here on Buildings of Tomorrow. Please feel free to like, comment or share this episode and also ensure that you subscribe to us here on this channel. Let's all be part of the solution. We'll see you again soon. <laughs>